0: Hello and welcome to The Ambitious Entrepreneur. I am your host Sarah Flynn and in this episode you're going to be hearing from the outstanding Alexandra Wood. Alexandra is known as one of Savile Row's very first female tailors and business owners. She is renowned for dressing successful men to further elevate their status. She has a keen eye for making men look exceptionally smart, trendy and eye-catching. She has landed Chuka Amuna on GQ's best dress list twice and has dressed men from the boardroom right up to the red carpet. She really helps leaders to get dressed and turn heads. She has been named Tailor of the 21st Century by Tony Parsons, the GQ columnist and best-selling author. She has also featured herself in GQ, in Esquire, The Telegraph, The Evening Standard, The Guardian and The Resident just to name a few. More recently she has done a full feature double page article with Forbes and that was all about how to succeed in a male dominated environment. Alexandra's ethos for life is that she firmly believes that anyone can do great things. So let's hear from Alexandra now on what incredibly thought-provoking answers she had to share. So a big welcome to Alexandra. It's absolutely incredible to have you here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem whatsoever. So before the show obviously I asked Alexandra a couple of questions uh, one of them being about why helping others was so um, important to her in the realms of success and she said the following which I absolutely love so you said to me Alexandra I believe that everyone can do great things and so if you can inspire somebody to fulfill their dreams you would be delighted Um, and you also said that when you first started out you had very minimal advice and guidance when you started and you didn't really know where to look or was available so helping others to you was is kind of vitally important now and and i think really the the reason i want to share that is because it just aligns perfectly with kind of the aim of this podcast and and what i'm hoping to achieve from it so i am really delighted that you that you've come on and you're going to share your success story with everyone and kind of what success means to you so we'll jump right in the first question alexandra which i ask everybody just for anybody who doesn't know anything about you if you could just start by giving a bit of background into who you are where you've come from how you got started in this amazing career that you've had and you're still going on in tailoring and where you are today
1: yeah so um my name's Alexandra Wood and i'm one of Savile Row's first female tailors although i do um more describe myself as a, a designer you know over a tailor mm-hmm. um but several row tailoring is very much um you know what it stands for but um you know it's having an all-around approach so cutting and designing and overall seeing a, a, a customer and seeing how they can be transformed and that's you know really what's um, exciting and that's um that started 13 years ago when my daughter was born and it really was a hobby in the beginning, um, so it wasn't like, right, I'm going to set up a business and a millionaire." And um, I thought, I don't want to go back to um, another tailors I had been working for. They actually wanted me to come back and head up their women's tailoring department, and you know reasonably shortly after my daughter's birth, and I thought, I don't want to go back you know five days a week, you know. Commuting, never seeing her. So, what can I do um, to do this differently, the way I want to do it, the way it will work for my life? Mm-hmm. And then it's progressed since then. She's 13 next month, and I have a nearly nine year old daughter, and I've got a 15 year old stepson, so it's even busier. <laughs> um, and it's really only in the last four years that I've said, right, they are a bit older. Um, so now I really want to go for it. and. Um, and you know, talking mindset-wise, it's, uh, it's quite a transition going from a hobby that's nice, you know, you're making money, and to saying, actually, I want to push this
0: and take it to another level. Fantastic. Thank you. So, obviously, now, as you say, you've achieved great heights of success and you've recently had a great double pitch spread in Forbes magazine, um, all about being um, a female in a male-dominated environment for you what what's the big key to your success do you think has been so so far could you maybe point out one or a couple of things that you think have been vital into kind of progressing your career
1: yeah i would definitely say resilience i mean my parents have always said you just do not give up (laughs) um and i don't feel like you know that has to be that you're a bulldozer and you just you know plow away and get what you want you know it's um I think my success, I would really say, along with resilience, is connecting with people. Um, There's an understanding um, between myself and my customers um, that I'm in it to make them look nothing but better. And that comes with trust and understanding and ultimately success. Um, That's worked for me through PR. You know, I'm, I'm passionate about what I do and. And the story around it—that I'm not just producing to, you know, make incredible things that make me feel happy. It's producing and designing things that make other people look incredible, look as successful as they are. And you know that I will say that is what excites me. Um, so when I see a smile on someone's face and they're going out, getting compliments, and saying, "Well, I've never had that before," that's success to me and for
0: them so yeah thank you and then i'm not actually fond of asking you this but i I just feel it's really important point that i need to touch on because obviously the whole premises of your business is based on how you look you know Mm. and and how important do you deem that is in being successful and presenting yourself
1: yep you know people do um make judgments within 30 seconds, I'd probably say even less. Um, so, you know, there's no getting away with things. And if you're a successful man or you want to be successful, then you do have to look the part. It's mm-hmm. important. You know, your sleeve length's got to be right. Your shoulders, um, you know, have got to be cut right. Nice fabrics. Every element of your clothing, their clothing, you know, exudes how they feel about themselves. That's a psychological Um, point of view as well that how you dress represents how you feel about yourself and then ultimately how others uh, perceive you so
0: yeah massively important from many angles yeah and um, I think that actually just ties nicely into the next question which which for me is how much do you think mindset plays into being successful overall and I get very different um, kind of answers when I ask this is why I'm intrigued you know for you Where do you sit on the scale? Is it 100%? Is it 10%? Is it, you know, how important do you
1: personally feel it is? Yeah, massively important. And actually, mindset something I've personally been working on um, for over a year. I've really thought, hold on, what makes people really successful? And a couple of friends of mine, like um, Rich, who runs Pall Mall Barbers, I was like, you are on another level. Like he's just opening stores around the world, and I was like, I need to be more like this. And he went, mindsets, all mindset. Uh, well, I think he said ninety percent. Uh, I don't get the ratios incorrect, um but it is, you know, because I always say you have to be your own worst critic and your own best cheerleader. So no one's going to be as passionate about your business as you are uh, from a customer point of view than them. Um, yeah if they're looking great then their mindset uh goes along with that you know it helps and encourages it you know if you're feeling and looking the part you're you're going to be like game on if you rock up in a
0: tracksuit, it's not
1: really a same
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't really have the same feel as it i suppose yeah you probably have push a bit harder for others to be convinced there um lovely so Obviously, I know you mentioned the whole resilience piece and and you say obviously your parents were saying that. How much influence have your parents had over you and are there any kind of other people in your lives outside of that that have, you know, you've kind of looked to or idolised or, you know, kind of copied sort of traits or things that they've done to, to help you in it being successful?
1: Yeah, I mean, my parents have actually always been quite terrified of my, um, you know, they're just like, oh, God, you know, oh, don't, they're, they're quite fearful they're very proud but they are fearful you know I don't come from a long string of entrepreneurs um you know so it's sort of like don't run out of money what if this happens and I said, so what it's what I want to do it's one life let's just do it you know um so I kind of have to (laughs) fight against some things um but I would say coaching is massively important to me you know um doing that for over a year and um It's a, it's a when you feel like okay, well everything's all in place now. I've got my website's up and this, you know, but they're always encouraging you to see another level that, you know, actually let's do this. Then and there are things that you hadn't thought about because when you're right in the business, sometimes you don't see the other things that you could be doing to elevate yourself further. Mm. Um. So yeah, I. But above all, I would say I'm just. Ex- I wake up like it's Christmas every day, or maybe a bit more excited. And I think, oh yeah, what am I going to do? With that? I'm quite good at setting myself tasks, getting things done. Um, so self motivation, I would say. Um, but I'm inspired by other people. But I just take note. and you know. Yeah. But ultimately, it's my customers that do inspire me because they're the ones giving the feedback they're the ones
0: telling me what they want and yeah Uh, so yeah yeah thank you and I think that's a really important um, point an interesting point you brought up there about a coach because I also have a business coach and Mm. that's something that's massively propelled me forward And and I know it can be quite a controversial subject and some people that I speak to say to me "Oh, it's not not for me you know I just did my own thing and I made my own way but for me personally and it sounds like you as well it's been a huge help have you um, gone and found a coach then for you that's in the same field as you or is it somebody you know that's just an entrepreneur generally or you know how does that fit for you and what do you think works best?
1: Yes I've had a a number of different coaches, coaches and I've had life coaches that deal with more of the sort of broad aspects. Um, I don't see a problem with changing coaches depending on where you are but actually my coach is now my non-exec so we're in it together the long haul and um, he, it started he does a variety of businesses and he's proven himself to you know elevate them and their financial status so I was like that's what I need I don't want someone talking the talk I want to see proof that's really important. Um, And he actually did a thing called Breakthrough with me, which is all to do with mindset. He says, you know, if we don't nail the mindset first, then we can't move on to greater things. Um, So some of our calls would be, you know, like, oh, God, my daughter's, you know, struggling with her homework. She's having anger issues, whatever. Um, So we get that out of the way first. Then we move on to business because it all helps, you know, if you're feeling a bit wonky personally, I don't think you know you're going to have a successful day you're going to be sidetracked mentally
0: Mm. thank you so for you have you had so far a kind of a career changing moment have you had sort of a point in your journey where you thought okay now i'm successful or do you think and most people say to me i've still got so much more to achieve you know have you kind of had that moment yet for you or do you think that where you want to be is you've still got a lot more to accomplish it in, from you. Yeah, oh, I've got a song
1: me. <laughs> <witnessing laughs> one moment in time and I'm like, I could feel it, you know, like my greatest moment is coming but it probably isn't, it's probably just constantly evolving, you know, because some people go wow, like you've been in GQ and Esquire and Forbes and you know blah blah and I'm like oh yeah yeah um, <laughs> but it's you know you always want more 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 you know Uh, i think that's the madness of being entrepreneurial you know you just oh when i hit a million when i hit three million or when i um you know dress this person um so that's when i kind of had to take stock and think each day i actually write my sort of weekly wins going well that was pretty cool just so i remember because you just you know sometimes just carry on and People go, oh that's cool, and you can't remember it. You're like, oh yeah, it's <laughs> Um, you know, but sometimes I think, oh, I did that turnover. That's quite good, really, you know. Um, so I hadn't actually well, I don't even think particularly even now, I haven't done any really lengthy Facebook ads or Google ads, and um these people have found me through, you know, PR or SEO, like writing. Um so now I think, right, let's push that side of things and uh, really go for it. And, um, and then I'll probably just be like,
0: wow, <laughs> overwhelmed. And, no, but I think, I think that's really important. I think that's really important. And I think that the, the mindset bit from an entrepreneurial perspective, I can 100% to, you know relate to because I'll speak to people externally and they'll go, wow, you've done this, or you've done this, or you've bought this big property, converted yeah. it, and you've done it. But I don't really deem it as successful. Yeah, because so, you're uh, not gonna go around going, I'm a mate. I'm a mate. <laughs> not. You are. Uh, but but I don't think you see it in that way, particularly when you have that mindset about wanting to constantly achieve, I do think it can be a hindrance, I agree, because you don't ever really look look backwards. But so I think that's really nice that you do the whole piece about writing down, you know, your wins, because I think that's really important that lots of people who yeah. are listening to this should should take away actually because I think we forget like you say, like, oh, this was actually amazing. I should probably write that down or, you know, remember that for future. And I think that does help with mindset longer term because if you look back and then you're having a bad day and you think, oh, actually, look at all these things that I've already done. I think that's a yeah. big the big piece is that.
1: Yeah, I always talk about um, putting gratitude in place of lacking, you know. So, you know, we all have those days going, oh, where's everyone gone? Like, no one's calling or la, la, you know, but things don't have to be managed every single day but it's saying actually i'm really grateful that i have time and peace today to write something or you know
0: gratitude's a big thing for me yeah so have you had um like a particularly challenging point in your career so far is it something that you can pinpoint that you look back on and you think you know this was like a really tough time and it would be just really nice if you could share with everyone then how mm-hmm. you kind of overcame that and came out the other side
1: yeah, and that's a really good question because I think um, what puts people off growing businesses, like, oh well, they you know they're just amazing and they're making loads of money and nothing goes wrong for them, whereas everything seems to go wrong for me. You know, that's not the truth, and it's very rare, you know, social media and everything, to say actually shit really did hit the fan. I hope I'm allowed to say. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> because it does and it's how you get yourself up you know i've had yeah catastrophic moments and sometimes i think you did you know like what were yes. you thinking you know wish i would a coach there so just to say what those are because i believe in transparency hmm. i opened a shop in shoreditch and to be perfectly honest i just thought well this shop's going so well in Hertfordshire, in a quiet place you know So, why wouldn't it do well there? I didn't have much of a strategy um, and it actually did quite well. I just couldn't manage the two, it was just overload and I hadn't planned out staffing, etc. So, then I had a very long term, thank God it wasn't double what it is. And my accountant at the time said, Can't you go for a longer term? Thank God. (laughs) Um, So, I had to get out of it and London estate agents are, uh, sorry, you're (laughs) you're um, a different kettle of fish when it comes The
0: estate agents are against me as well. Nobody likes (laughs) a property investor, so don't worry about it. We're on the same. (laughs)
1: Yeah, i like. suddenly like, yeah, so that was a tricky situation to get out of, and it cost me money. But I used my skills to um, say, I think you have to say, how can I get out of this without? Being completely ruined and that it works out for both of us and so I you know gave an idea as how to get out of it They rejected it I went back in again and they accepted it and I got away relatively unscathed but it did cost a decent amount of money and you know you do feel wounded because you think that was a stupid idea but instead of thinking it's a stupid idea just move on um, Also, websites. Um, I've gone through more websites than relationships. (laughs) Um, I'm on to a good one now. (laughs) Relationship (laughs) website. Um, And that has cost a huge amount of money. I chose the wrong company. Um, I think, you know, I'm in luxury and I'm pushing more for luxury. So now I've chosen a luxury agency. I think it's really important to align with people that are on your wavelength and in the right sector for you Um, so that's a a lesson to pay so I'm you know financially um, that was a a sore point and I you know but I think well I've recovered it you know and then
0: coronavirus
1: (laughs) so um, I'll still recover that as well
0: (laughs) yeah of of course you will have caught we're all recovering from coronavirus eventually we'll, we'll get there and And I think the final question um, I had for you, and again, this is just something that uh, you mentioned before when I asked you, you said that um, obviously guidance in business from people who've been there and done that is absolutely invaluable and it's so important Mm. to you. So what's the best piece of advice that you could give anybody listening to the podcast that wants to be hugely successful? Is it that you think, you know, getting guidance and getting a coach, is that kind of the what are your big life lessons do you think oh.
1: yeah I mean I would say gut instinct choosing people that have the same uh, values you know I always say I will not work with anyone that's not kind or is uh, has empathy you know I like working with good people um, I don't want the cutthroat people who just do the quickest route um, what else um, yeah and also there's one thing having guidance but there's a willingness to understand the information that's been given to you and um, doing it because some people I find you know cause I've tried to help people who ask me questions and I think I don't think they've actually listened at all mm. and they think they know better yeah. it's good to you know have conviction but also to take that advice on board and blend the two together and say actually that's really good advice I'll take it you know particularly if they've been there and done that then they'll know but of course it's your own journey you have to do it your own way but as I say it's no point in doing anything if you're not putting that level of commitment um to it
0: no no well thank you so much Alexandra thank you for all the, answering all the questions today obviously honestly you've been yeah amazing and I'm sure that lots of people will feel really inspired by your journey and what you've shared and thank you for being so open and honest. It really has been a pleasure and thank you for inspiring everybody. Thanks Sarah! So if you want to connect with Alexandra, you can do so right now across all major social media platforms. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. And if you want to find out more about her business and how she is able to help you be the best dressed, you can do so by visiting www.alexandrawoodbespoke.co.uk. So join me next time for another exciting interview as we continue to dive into the secrets of success.